And now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. Time for the Ask Roz and Mocha podcast. Mm-hmm. Love this. Hello, Shannon. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Is this the uh, first time that you've been on the podcast? Uh, technically, no. I went under a uh, false name a few weeks ago for an FML. Oh! <laughs> okay. So, wait. Yes. So, is Shannon your real name then? Shannon's my real name. Okay. Oh, so, all people have to do now is to go back a couple of episodes and listen to any of the FMLs. Ooh, we'll see. Damn. That seems we'll like see. a weird thing to admit. I know. Why? Like, why would you? Why would you admit that? Uh, I, at the time, I was a little bit embarrassed, but uh, the advice you guys gave me was it was awesome. So hold on. Not, wait, wait, wait. Uh, Was Have you figured out? I don't think it's. I don't think we should hold, hold say. On. We can hold on, hold on. We can we can bleep this if it's too much. Go ahead, Sham. No, oh, I gotta find it first. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. Oh, interesting. Stand by. I interesting. Tell you All quicker. Right. Uh, Shannon, <laughs> go ahead. The, the investigators are on the case. Don't you worry, Shannon. <laughs> In the meantime, what's your question for the room? So my question is, what is a food that you guys liked as a child but can't stand now? Campbell's tomato soup. <laughs> Without question. Yeah. Without question. Mine is going to be like the Chef Boyardee. Oh, like ravioli. So or oh, ravioli. Oh. Yeah. Or even like the Heinz, like the Alphagetti, all yeah. that stuff. What's yours, Shannon? Ooh, I, I was tossing up between uh, chocolate pudding or bananas. <laughs> Good ones. Good ones. Chocolate. Why? Why for each? Why? Uh, I think it might. For chocolate pudding, I think I just overdid it as a kid. Yeah. And bananas, I think it was like a PTSD situation where I think I got like a slimy one or something and I just can't do it anymore. Right. Also, Damn. cereal. I used to have cereal when I was a kid. I don't have cereal anymore. Um, do you guys have answers, Shem? Yeah. Uh, I used to eat liver a lot. <laughs> no, my mom. My, no, your mom made you, though. No, I used to, I used to request it. Oh, yeah. you, I used to so love good. it. Liver and onions is amazing. Yeah, Whoa. I'm with you. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm with Maury, man. I used no, to eat that. No, for sure. Hell no. Not anymore, hell though. No, hell no. Hell no. Damn, Maury. Um, great question, by the way. Um, I was gonna. Say, oh, <laughs> you figured it oh, out. Damn. Damn. Wow, more. You just like you didn't have to go that far, bro. <laughs> damn. You could have just said, "Hey, we know." Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say hamburger helper. Oh, that's yeah. another good one. When was the last time you had it? My dad still uses it, and I can't. It just tastes awful. It does, huh? So yeah. when was the last time you had it? I think like Christmas time, he put, he puts it in stuff. Hamburger like, helper. I think he mixes it in with stuffing. Really? Huh? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Uh, you know, there's. It's it's interesting because like when I was a kid, like there was stuff that I loved that I don't think I would love now, but I would make it from scratch now. Like I would do the sort of home cook version of it, right? Sure. Which is I remember so often as a kid. Um, we would have sloppy joves, mm, right? Sure. Where, but it was from. It was like the. It was like my mom would cook hamburger, and then I'm sure it was like from a can or something like that, right? And you'd mix it all together, and she had it at a big bowl in the middle of the table, and all we got was just like plates with um, like toasted bread, yeah. and then you would just all reach into this one big sloppy joe bowl. Right. So I love that, but I think that I would probably hate that now if I ate it. I don't I can't do tomato soup anymore because Campbell's soup uh is just too sweet. It's only sugar and and it, I found it disgusting when I had it as an adult. I still have 3 cans a week. That's terrible. <laughs> terrible. Um, I remember when I was a kid, I used to always want shake and bake. 
Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, I can't remember the last time I had it, but it was one of those situations. We lived in a house where um, we don't need to buy it. I can make it at home. Right. Right? Like, we have it at home. And then my mom would make it or her version of Shake and Bake, yeah. and it wasn't the same. No, 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 uh, no, no. Ooh, I'm going to add in um, powdered potato. Powdered, powdered potato? potato. Yeah, it's like mashed potato. Like powdered mashed potato. You add sort of add water or milk or whatever to thicken it. Really? Oh, gross. <laughs> no thanks. Box potatoes. Nope. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever had. Maybe I have at like some event or something like that where it's like a powdered potato. But yeah, it's weird. That stuff is weird how you can just add water to something and then it just becomes <laughs> potatoes. Right? Like it's super and weird. You don't, you don't ask any questions. No. Uh, <laughs> like, right? No. What about Swanson's, like those uh, microwavable oh, dinners? The oh, Swanson's man. meat. TV dinners. The meat. I used to kill those. Hungry oh, man? Are you oh, kidding oh, me? Oh, Salisbury steak. Oh, it's terrible oh, now. Michelina? With, with that, with that oh. little thing of mashed potatoes. Yes. Powdered potato. Right. Oh. Oh, yes. that's you're right. It was powdered potatoes. Yes, 100%. and Shum brought up Michelinas. Oh yeah. man, I used to be heavy in the Michelina game. See, I was too old by the time Michelinas came out. Right, like I never, I never ate those. Like ours were literally like TV dinners uh -huh. with the with the foil. <laughs> Like with the foil tray, and you'd pop it in the oven, but you you had to you had to cut the foil off the meat part, but leave it on the dessert vegetables. part, or leave it on the vegetables. Yeah. Yes, like there was instructions on, like you had to like really take care of it, right? Because yeah. the square of butter would have to heat under the plastic. Yes, yeah, not not the plastic. It was tin foil. It was, it was a tin metal. Foil, yeah. It was metal because you could only cook it in the oven. Right? Like it was still a process. Like, oh, we should get a couple of hungry mans in I here. I know. And just see. I used to test. love, bro, the fried chicken TV uh -huh. dinner with those three pieces that didn't even resemble any part of a chicken that I'd ever seen before. <laughs> oh man, that was so good. It was so good. And I used to and I and I remember I used to love the um the ones that came with mixed peas, carrots, yes. and uh, uh, corn. Uh -huh. I didn't like it when it just had peas, right? <laughs> I used to like the. I used to like the mixed. Not no. it. The uh, the one the one um, hungry man that had like ribs. Yeah, in it. man. When I used to get those, those were like special for me. Wow, because I thought it was. Like, I've never seen ribs in a hungry yeah, man. Yeah, like I, I thought I was. Fan I was like, oh man, this is eating. This is living right here. Damn, <laughs> damn. Yo, Shannon, you're the best. Thank you so much for uh, joining us on the podcast today. That was a great question. Thank you guys so much. I, I really have to say, you guys have been amazing. Um, I've been dealing a lot with like postpartum depression and uh, anxiety and stuff. And there's a lot of times where at night after my little guy goes to bed, I just kind of go into another room and um, I just listen to you guys. And it makes me feel just... Oh, girl. Oh, girl, we got you. Don't worry. <sighs> Thank you. All right. You anytime, awesome. you, anytime you need us, we're here. Whether it's on the podcast or you want to reach out, okay? Okay. Thank you, you, you guys. Can, I love you, you guys. You can come up with as many different names as you want to and just keep calling us. Perfect. Okay. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> right, Shannon. Love you, girl. Rolodex name. Yep. Love you guys. Yeah, <laughs> love Bye -bye. you too. Bye-bye. Uh, Richard has a real stupid question. Can, can, before oh. we get to that, can I ask you guys a question? Yeah. So I'm in the grocery store the other day because I was just thinking about this. I'm in the grocery store the other day. When did... Mrs. Dash just become Dash. You know those seasonings? The containers? Yeah. Oh. They dropped the Mrs. Did she get a divorce? I don't know. It's now just Dash. Huh? There's no Mrs. Dash anymore. Don't know. I used, didn't I, even notice. I, I, we used to love Mrs. Dash. Uh huh. Right? And now... Do you still buy it? No, no, no. Not in 2020, Roz. Is that what it was? Yes. Oh. Why? Uh, it's still Mrs. Dash.com, but you're right. It's... 
Just Dash. It's just Dash. There's no Miss. I used to love a Mrs. Dash. When I first started cooking, I was always like, oh, yeah, grab some Mrs. Dash. They had, like, lemon pepper, like, all this other stuff, The company right? didn't explain an article here. The company didn't explain why Mrs. Dash is dropping those three little letters. Um, but the newly shortened... <coughs> the newly shortened name is supposed to signify <laughs> quickly. You know what I realized, Martin? You're incapable of reading. You can't read more than three sentences, can you? Uh-huh. Yeah, like, it all starts to break down. Like, it all just, starts to break down. You're just choking up. <laughs> Yeah, so there you go. Serious matter here. Yeah. What happened to you? Okay. 2020. Mrs. Dash, like they were selling a lifestyle. And then they got rid of uh they got rid of the missus. Is she was she ever on the logo? Like a picture of no, her? No, it just said Mrs. Just said Dash. Mrs. Dash. Yeah, huh. but I wanted like was there ever was there ever an actual Mrs. Dash or like somebody who started the 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 company? But yeah, there was never a Mr. Dash. There's no real life Mrs. Dash. The seasoning was developed in the early 1980s by Carol Burnick, who was then a marketing executive. Oh, and they um, didn't want to call it Mrs. Burnick. Because like, <laughs> like, yeah, like I said, they were they were selling a lifestyle, right? Yeah. Because my ma, as soon as Mrs. Dash came out, every you couldn't like it was all the ma's were talking about. Yeah, right. If you tried the Mrs. Dash, and like one would have one, and then like another lady went to like a different store where she found like another, and like they would swap. Did right? share Mrs. Dash? Yes! Damn. They were passing around Mrs. Dash around my town. <laughs> All right, let's get to this next question. Real stupid from Richard. Uh, it says, if you, drop so- if you drop soap on the floor, is the floor clean or is the soap dirty? Oh, shut up, Richard. Oh, the soap is dirty. Come on, man. No, it's not. Neither. What? The floor, the floor is floor- not. The floor is not clean. No, but like if you drop the soap, you're not like leaving it there for days. Then you pick it up immediately. Nah, no, there's the constant soap. water flow. It's not dirty down there. Well, I think the soap is 100% dirty. But then what do you do with it? You clean it. Sure, you but the soap it. is still dirty. You have to clean it. That's what. Why, why if is it, it dirty? Wasn't, if, it wasn't it dirty, dirty? Would, if it wasn't dirty, why would you be cleaning it? Well, because it's soap. Wait, what? Yeah, you just like dust it off or whatever. Just wipe it off. Right. I mean, unless there's a hair on it from so below. If the, if, the, if the soap, okay, which is, so wait a second. So if you drop the soap on the floor, it's dirty, right? right. But if you put the soap in your bomb, it's clean? I'd never do that. Huh? No, you take some on your finger and do it that way. On your yeah. finger? <laughs> <laughs> you don't swish around soap on the you bar and then put it to your bum? On your finger? Maybe <laughs> maybe if you said hand. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to tell the truth. Not your finger. Who Buh. washes their butt like this? <laughs> Right? Okay, let's move on. I can't have like an you try, image. Like, it's, it's like, like you're trying to, you know, like you got an itch, you got a, like a leg cast, and you got to stick a pencil down there. I can't have a, uh, an right? image of Dammit Mori naked in the shower with his finger. In his I, picture Dammit Mori, I picture Dammit Mori holding the bar of soap in his hand, taking just one finger and rubbing it vigorously back and forth on it. And then lather taking it up? Yeah, lather it up, and then taking that one finger to get all in under there. Mm. Yes, exactly. One finger? Yes. Why, oh why not your God. hand? Why not your hand? I only need one finger. Okay. Thanks, Richard. <laughs> Stupid question. <laughs> so what? Clean? No. Uh, Robin says here, if you would uh, quit your jobs, not suggesting that you do, what will be your most epic way to resign? Well, I once, when I quit the movie theater, and I because I did all the marquee letters, I threw out all the letters except F-U-C-K-Y-O-U. Oh, wow. Why'd you, were they treating you poorly? Yeah. How? No, it's just uh, the boss at the time was really not a nice lady. Yeah. Um, so I quit and that's, was what I did. Do but did you leave I would the never letters? do that. Looking back, I thought it was a horrible thing to do, but I just answering the question, that's what I did. 
But did you leave the letters up on the marquee like that, or you just left them? No, it just... wasn't on the marquee. It was in the marquee room. Like uh, I got rid of all the letters except. But did you those spell ones. it out? No, no, I just left them in their bin. Oh, so they oh. maybe didn't even put it all together. Probably not. Oh, oh. fail. <laughs> what That's you, not the flex you think it is. God, back, back in the back in the back in the day, you know what I mean. Like somebody was there's one person responsible for the marquee letters. Right now, that person would have twelve jobs. Yeah. Right. So yeah. what was your what was what I did, did? Well, I did concession. I did the marquee. I did posters. Oh, okay. And like posters, I, I, posters was a job. Yeah. My and God. but marquee, I'll tell you, it was a very hard job because in the winter time, all that spelling. You had no. He had the spelling. <laughs> But you would have to go up because you'd have to take the previous letters down and they're frozen. Yeah. So you'd have to bang the sign to break off the ice and then take Damn. off one letter going and warm up. Damn. Did you yeah. ever misspell any of the movie titles? Because we all know that your spelling and grammar is terrible. Well, no, I had a piece of paper to go by. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so it's not like you drive by the movie theater and it says like 1 p.m. first showing of Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. <laughs> How much did you yeah. get paid for that job? Um, so thirteen dollars an hour. Yeah, that's not bad, by the way. Yeah, what year was that? Nineteen ninety-seven. Wow, balling at thirteen dollars an hour. Well, because I did so many jobs. Yeah, thirteen dollars an hour in ninety-seven. And I worked all the time. I was always there. Yeah. Uh, Roz. Yes, what, sir. What would you do? Like, what how would, would I quit? Your, your, your most epic way to resign. Uh, to, I think my most epic way to resign would be to just, I would just disappear. You would just mm -hmm. never see me again. Like I wouldn't do any sort of like shaking my fist and like telling people off. Like yeah. I just, I wouldn't, I'm not that kind of guy. Um, I would just not, I would just not show up. And then people would be like, well, do you think he's coming in? And like, I would just sit there all day watching my phone ring. And, and not and, and not answering it, yeah. Uh -huh. So yeah. what's the because like don't you yeah. have to give like some sort of this many weeks notice? Like can you just not do that? Who like in this job that we have now? I guess, or any job, I guess you, do you have to? No, listen, you don't have to there's give anything. There's ways, there's ways around. You don't have to give anything. You can, you can not show up. They're not going to go to your house and put you in a car and force you to, you know, <laughs> do your shift at Pita Pit, right? Like, like you know, they're not going to. You feel those yeah, like They're not going to abduct you because you didn't show up for your shift, right? Like, you know, you can, you can just not show. Um, but, uh, you Mocha, I think because I have so much control over all the equipment here yeah, and because of the hours that we work, right. Where there's very little to nobody around yeah, outside of this room, I think I could easily put the radio station on halt, yeah. stop everything down, right. leave the microphones on. Yeah. I could say every single swear word that I know and then just walk out. <sighs> and you would do that? With the children listening? Just just leave. It's same thing. I'm sure that's happened. And just same thing what you said, Roz. Yeah. Like phone lines would be blowing up, right? Text messages would be going off. Yeah. And I would not answer the phone or reply to a single text. Why don't you just load up Rick Astley so that and then leave and then it's just gonna be Rick Astley over and over again on KISS. Hold on here. When was you this? could Rick roll Canada? Let me, nah, let me... I wouldn't do that. I would just leave no. silence. You think that's funny, Maureen? Well, the, but Mocha, for, after 30 seconds, just the backup thing sort of starts. Oh, hold on, let me just... So it wouldn't be that much silence. Just wait, hold on. Hold on here. You, can I play you something real quick? Yeah. This is... I don't know if this is real. Maybe you guys could tell me if this is real or not. Remember this one? Inetta the Moonsetta? What? Remember this woman? She's a, a, she was a, a DJ on air somewhere. So here, let me play this for you. Gulf Coast number one for hip-hop and R&B. And now with Ray Ray and Miranda, the home team in the morning... 
right? Do it to it. What better song to do it to it? It's our Nettle the Move set, and I told you I had a very important announcement, and here it is. I refuse. I refuse to walk around and watch people on my job, looking over my shoulder, people lying to me, people talking about me. It's ridiculous. It is sad. I can't take it. I'm not going to take it. I don't have to take it. I'm not a dummy. I know how to find another job, but I refuse to walk around people. You can say what you want to say about me, and if you see me on the street, I'll let you know whatever you want to know. But I refuse. For the last six years, I made $6 an hour. That ain't nothing. I just what? got a raise after six years. I know I'm qualified, and after saying this, I don't care if I ever get another job in radio, period. It does not matter to me. But we, I never will not be setting the mood at BLX no more. <laughs> I refuse to walk around with people that'll speak to you. Hey, I never. How you doing? But then as soon as you walk by that bitch, I will not do it to myself anymore. Yo. So if you're confused about what I'm saying, listen very carefully. I quit this bitch. Come a big station. <laughs> Amazing. Yo, I right? I netted the mood setter. Damn. Yeah. Uh, Dallas says here, what position would you play on a hockey team? I did play hockey for many years. What uh, position did you play then, damn it? I was defense. There you go. Sham, what would you play? I played goalie. Roz, what uh, position would you I, play? I played hockey for, I think, one year. Um, and it was defense, I think. Same as more, yeah. Hey, but I have trophies. Yeah, okay, cool. I do not have trophies from hockey. <laughs> I, uh, and I would not even know where they were had I Oh, had they're in a the box in the basement. Really, huh? Yeah, I always damn. wanted to play goalie. Yeah. That was always my favorite. Yeah. yeah. But growing up, we just my dad couldn't afford to put me in, in hockey. Oh, so it was expensive. all just street hockey. Yeah. yeah. Holy scary. All those things being thrown at you. Yeah. It's uh, Thanks, hockey it's a is <laughs> hockey is uh hockey is very, very expensive to get into. I don't think my dad wanted to wake up at like four o'clock in the morning and go drive to the arena. That's with the all thing. that equipment, right? No, that's the thing. A buddy of mine, I was talking to him on the weekend, his his daughter just joined the the rowing team at her school. Uh huh. Five thirty AM now. Is when really? He's, he's when he's, he's, he's going to drop her off. 5.30 in the morning. Oh, drop her off. Drop her off. Not leave. No, drop her off. Send her at, in an Uber. At, at, 5.30, at 5.30 in the morning. Kids get into stuff, right? Like, yeah. you know, your kid gets into hockey and you're in that sort of junior league and your first game Saturday morning, 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? It's just and the I way it goes. Thought, like, so with, with Cruz, he races go-karts. Yeah. And I already thought like the the hours that we wake up on the weekends to go to the track because we're at the track every single weekend yeah. during the season we're up at like 6 6 30 yeah and then on the road at about 7 30 to make it to the track for for 8 a.m 8 a.m is not bad yeah yeah it's not bad like it was i remember when i was when i was young like puck dropped at 6 a.m 6 a.m 6 a.m is was the was the first game six so to, what, you have six to, get to there eight like five, and then eight maybe? to ten yeah I uh, know I would just get my <laughs> when you're that when you're that young I real yeah. okay so you want to know embarrassing em- embarrassing okay here's a, here's embarrassing okay. okay so I had never played hockey before but mm-hmm. I grew up in a town where it was a hockey town sure right and you're going to play hockey that's just the way it is right and I was very interested in hockey I love watching hockey and I was I, I just I I didn't really know how to skate either. 
So I figured it was just all super easy. I had skated on like class trips and stuff like this. I was okay, but I was not hockey good, yeah. right? Especially because all these kids have been playing their whole lives since they were like four. And, um, okay, so I, my game was, it was one of those 6 a.m. games. And it was the night before we were talking about like how early it was and everything. And so my mom had said, well, why don't you just get dressed at home? Yeah. And then when you get to the rink, all you have to do is put your skates on. Right? Wait, get dressed at home like when you wake up or the night like, before? No, like when I wake up in the morning, like uh-huh. get put all, so my dad didn't have to go as early. Right? Oh, okay. So I would, I would be at home and I would put all my hockey gear on. Oh my God, <laughs> okay? so heavy. I would put all my, I would put all my hockey gear on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then just like my winter boots. Right. <laughs> and then just bring my skates and my stick <laughs> yeah. to the, to the rink. And I thought this was normal and also genius. Uh-huh. I thought that this is what all the kids did. And then so I, everybody else gets dropped off. We're all getting dropped off at the, at the rink. And I walked in because I showed up late because I was already ready. And I walk into the dressing room at like a junior hockey in a very hockey town, fully ready to go straight from home. And I was a loser. Oh, no. Right. I was the guy who got dressed at home. Because your mom said so. And then not only that, they didn't send me with any clothes afterwards. So I had to go in the car home. Oh, no. So whenever. Everybody else was getting undressed and back into their regular clothes. I sat there in all my gear waiting for my dad to... So hot and heavy. So hot. It was so heavy, right? Oh, oh, it was man. the worst. It was the worst. And at that point, what are you like six hours? Oh, in? yeah. And I Wearing sucked. All that stuff? And oh. I felt so terrible because I was an awful player. I didn't know the rules. Yeah. I didn't know where to stand. Like, I didn't know any of that stuff. I played two games, right? And, that's and, it. Then, and that was it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah that geez. was it. It wasn't for me. Uh, before we go back to the phones, let's answer this question from Christina who says if you have two tasks, one easy and one difficult, which do you do first? Do you tackle the one that requires more energy and focus, or do you work up to it by getting the easy one out of the way? I always do the hard stuff first. No, I'm the opposite. I get get rid of the easy task, get that out of the way, so I can focus all my attention on the more difficult task. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I will often do the difficult one first because I don't lack motivation. Mm-hmm. If somebody is the type of individual who lacks motivation, I will always flip it and recommend they do the easy one first, just so out of the gate, you automatically get a sense of fulfillment. Mm-hmm. You get a sense of accomplishment. And then that maybe that motivates you to go and do the tough one. Sure. Because if you start with the tough one, if you lack motivation, you may not finish it. And then, so you're going to leave that there and then give up and go and do the easy one. You will never go back to the other one. I just feel if I do, for me, if I do attempt the hard task first and I spend too much time on it, then I may run out of time to take care of the easier task, right? If the easier task is going to take me half the amount of time or even a quarter amount of the time, I'll just get rid of that one first so I can focus all my energy and spend more time on the more difficult task. Right. I just feel more proud. Like you get the hard stuff done first and then you're kind of proud. Right. Yeah, I get that. Like, I, I, I get that. I just am so conscious about my my time that um, I will do the thing that's going to take the most time first, usually. Sham. Yeah, I, I, I would tend to say that I'd like to get the hard stuff done first because mm-hmm. then it's like a reward getting the easy one done 
like second. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't want to end on a on a potentially deflating note. Yeah, fair enough. You know? Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, let's head back to the phones here. Kalen, how are you? It's Ron Zamoka. I'm good. How are you guys? Good. What's your question? Uh, my question is, what's something you guys wish you had done when you had the chance, but you're not able to do it anymore? Oh, good question. What's your answer? Uh, when I was going into grade 10, I there's like this special program um, that a bunch of my friends signed up for, but I decided not to because it would have been a lot of work. But uh, since a bunch of my friends got in and left the school, I didn't have many people I knew at the school, and they all said it was fun. So I wish I had done that. Mm-hmm. What course was it? Uh, it was called Trek. Trek? Yeah. Um, I live in Vancouver. And uh-huh. it was, it's like a half the year is like outdoor stuff. The other half of the year is actual school. Work. Oh, yeah. We had that, oh, at, we had that at my okay, school, too, okay, my okay. high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where kids uh, like literally would disappear for half the year. Because really? they would go, uh, they would they would go to a whole different place. Like they were just outdoors for half the year, and oh, it was wow. like senior year, uh-huh. uh, where they would, would do that. Teach, like just survival skills, like living it was, outdoors. Yeah, no, it was like yeah, just like outdoor stuff. Like they would learn all about, all about plants and gardening, and you know, all like everything, right? Yeah. Like rocks and trees, but also how to yeah survive, but also how to be like a camp counselor because it was you know that's good summer work if you could get it you know as a camp counselor yeah, yeah. they paid they paid real well um but yeah no like it was weird because and you didn't know which kids were going to do it they would just disappear for wow. half the year yeah it was crazy yeah, yeah. More. i was gonna say buy a cottage buy a cottage when did you have that opportunity though um i'd say if we purchased our condo and a cottage at the same time you would never have been approved for that though or or, or maybe right but maybe. you were barely approved for the mortgage that you have now yeah. because if we or if we bought the condo when it pre-built or something then it would have been half the cost and then buy the cottage now everything is over millions right but you didn't have matthew before pre-built did you yeah we did yeah yeah we just sat on it for a while hmm interesting yeah Boss, so so yeah my, and i'm sort of like with maury like i you know i will always go back to you know what i could have done that would have either been a great investment or made me money or mm-hmm. what like i don't have a oh man i wish i did this experience while I had the chance and now it yeah. no longer exists kind of thing. Like I don't have any of that. Like there's no sort of events that I missed as far as, you know, concerts or cultural things. Like I don't really have any of that stuff um, that I would sort of want to go back and, and do. Um, but yeah, so like, like real estate stuff, I, I think that- Or investing in Apple stock. Yeah, I mean, we can all say that, right? Mm. Um, but I, I think that like, I think real estate stuff, I think that- had I known today, when, when we started this show, and, and I, I was so distracted when we started this show because it was 2009, and we had a lot going on. Catherine was pregnant, and mm-hmm. you and I were doing this and, and, and everything. Like There was just a lot going on. You were still doing on. the TV show, ET I was Canada, still doing the TV right? show. And what had happened was that was right in the middle of the uh, U.S. and global financial crisis Mm -hmm. where all the banks were folding and, you know, Occupy Wall Street was happening and uh, the real estate market in America like that. There was that movie that was too big to fail or something like that that came out when the real estate market in America crashed where houses were worth nothing. Yeah. And we had too much going on in our lives up here to really recognize what was happening. And I wish at now that I should have bought something in the U S 
Yeah. Right. I, I, right I, whether it's Florida thing. or California or something like that, because you can go now and look at history of properties. Like even if like a beautiful place, Santa Barbara or like Palm Springs, whatever it is, California, these houses that are for sale, you can go through and look at the history of what they've sold for in the past. And I was looking at one three weeks ago where this house is $2.1 million and it's beautiful, but they did a reno mm-hmm. pre reno in 2015, it sold for $800,000. Oh, my God. In 2009, uh-huh. it sold for $210,000. Oh, see? Oh you dude. see? Yeah. My, right. my answer, Kaylin, is is similar to Raza's. Is, it's just like investing, really, right? Um, you mentioned about the, the, the property. Back when, and we talk about this all the time, but DJ Climax and I and some of our other friends, we go to Vegas yearly. Yeah. yeah. And one year, it was during the the crisis. Yeah. They were building this brand new <clears throat> condo in front of uh, Aria um, and uh, Aria Hotel and Casino. And all the units there were going for dirt cheap. And we were all like, oh, man, wouldn't yep. it be great if we just invested? But none of us had, like, the the kind of money to, even though it was cheap, uh, compared to what it is now, we just didn't have the kind of, of, of money or resources yet to make that purchase. But yep. now seeing that what that part of town is like and how much those places go for now, you always think back like, what if, what if, Bro, what if, right? Like those places too. Like I remember it during, because my brother's in-laws live in Vegas. Uh-huh. And during that, during the crisis, the houses were like, they owed more on their house than their house was worth when the the market fell through, which was crazy. So you couldn't even sell, right? They owed more on the mortgage than what they would actually be able to sell. And they had lived there for 10 years, right? That's how much it, uh, there was one hotel. It might've been, it might've been Caesars, like one of the sort of older hotels. They were offering on a floor suites. So it was, there was a tiny kitchen at, like it wasn't a real kitchen, right? And then a little living room and the bedroom, right? At Caesars. Yeah. And I think at the time to purchase outright that suite was like 240 grand. Oh my God. What? (laughs) Yeah. It was crazy. It was like seven or eight years ago when I was in Vegas and our either cab or Uber driver struck up a conversation and he had, oh, because his phone kept going off, right? He was apologizing. And he was then telling us afterwards that he had been like on the phone with banks and this and that and this and that because he had just bought and wanted to reno this four bedroom house just outside of like the main area of Vegas, just off the strip. Yeah, He bought a four bedroom. For a hundred and eighty thousand yeah. dollars, crazy. And he was just looking for more money so he can do the rentals. That is on the so place. amazing, right? That's Yo, so Kalen, crazy. amazing question. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, thank you for being a part of the podcast. Yeah, thanks for doing your show, guys. Love it. Take care, man. God, yeah, you too. Uh, all right, one more question. This one's coming from Willie. It says for you, Roz. Yeah, because you used to play guitar. Mm-hmm. What is or was Roz's favorite song to play on the guitar? Oh, jeez. Do you have one that back in the day you would always, yeah. it was like your go-to? Yeah, I mean like power ballads and and stuff like that. Like, like extreme more than words? No, I had a friend that used to play that all the time. I never liked that, the song. I always thought they were wusses. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's one of Although, my oh, no, no, I, I know. I mean, for, it was it was a song. Girls like that song. Not, not like, I used to like extreme, but there are uh-huh. other stuff. Like okay. more than words is fine. Uh, Nuno Betancourt, by the way, you guys have no idea who this guy is. No. So he's the guitar player for extreme, right? Okay. Um, when Eddie Van Halen died, Nuno Betancourt became the best guitar player in the world. 
Oh, okay. Um, and you probably have no idea like who who he is, um, but he plays an extreme and he does all this other all this other stuff. You know whose guitar player he is and has been for a long time? Who? Rihanna. What? Oh, no way. Yeah, he's been Rihanna's touring guitar player for like ever. Really? Yeah. Yeah, here. because like somebody in like Rihanna's organization was like they went looking for the best. Yeah. And they approached Nuno at some point and was like, Hey, do you want to be the guitar player? And he was like, Hell yeah. Um, but this guy plays like no other human being has ever played guitar. Like he's 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 really like Eddie Van Halen died and now Nuno Betancourt is like the greatest living guitar player of all time. Yeah, that's since two thousand nine and he performed recently at the Super Bowl. Yeah, he was at the Super Bowl with her. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah, he was at the Super Bowl with her. Um so I did love Extreme. I yeah. really did, but uh, but not so much that song. Hold on here. Let me find something for you. This was a such a great guitar lick, man. Okay, hold on here. Let Would we just, know the band? Um I don't know. Um, yeah, it's Iron Maiden. Oh, okay. So here, let me play this. I don't even know when the, this album came out. Maybe like the early 80s or something like that. So this was the lick that I used to sit in my basement and work on over and over and over and over again. Whoa to you. Oh, yeah, it starts with Vincent Price talking. Oh. For the devil sends the beast with wrath because he knows the time is short. <laughs> Let him who hath understanding reckon the number of the beast, for it is a human number. Its number is 666. I left alone, my mind was blank. I needed time to think to get the memories from my mind. Okay, when he goes high, Shem, you tell me, I want your reaction, okay? I'm ready. When he hits the note. What did I see? Can I believe that what I saw that night was real and not just fantasy? Just what I saw in my old dreams. I still love this. Were the reflections of my woman staring back at me? That was a song that I used to jam out to in my basement for a while. So, so uh, this bit crazy with this band. So the singer, right? Like he was like in one of the greatest metal bands of all time, and he wanted to be a pilot as uh-huh. well, but like a big jet pilot. And so he sort of did that on the side. And now when they tour, they have their giant Iron Maiden like seven forty seven. But he flies it. No, no, that's no, wild. No, 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 but no, when no, he no. flies it, he wears his like pilot outfit, like with the white oh, shirt, really? with the with the things on the and with the hat, and yeah, no joke. Do you think? Does he like make the announcements? Like, yes, like, yeah, yes. Like, like, hey guys, this is your pilot speaking. Yes. Also, your best bud. Yes. <laughs> Be cool he, back there. Yes, he does. <laughs> it's the craziest thing. So he lands looking like a pilot with like yeah. the little leather briefcase and everything else, and then he goes to the hotel and he puts on leather pants, I guess, or whatever the hell he wears now. 
<laughs> and he hits the stage, then takes a shower and flies the wow. band to like Argentina and stuff. Wow. Yeah. So that that I think was the song that uh, that I played the most just on guitar because it was such a fun yeah. guitar riff. Yeah, when I was a kid. Uh, this has been a great, great, great Ask Razamoka podcast. Keep those questions coming in when we post once a week a photo that reads Ask Roz and Mocha uh, on Instagram, by the way, at Kiss925. And we'll get two of you to join us on a future episode. This has been the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On Kiss92.5. Kiss92.5.com. Or download the Kiss92.5 app.